Hello and welcome to Lux the Podcast. My name is Margot Morin. I'm America's Catholic sweetheart. And I'm Stephen Antonio. I am one of those thieves. No. <laughs> no, I won't have it. I won't have it. You're not a thief. You're a good sheep. Thank you, Jesus. You're Thank a good you. little sheep. And this is Lux the Podcast, where we look at the upcoming Sunday Gospel. We listen to it. Mm -hmm. We understand it, hopefully, a little bit better. And then we talk about our own experiences. That's right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're finishing my... Sentences. Oh, my gosh. What Sunday uh, is this? This is the fifth Sunday of Easter. The fifth Sunday of Easter. Okay. Yeah. And A few more to go. A few more to go. Yeah. A few more to go. And uh, we're in the Gospel of John, which we just love. Yeah. We're, we're learning. We're coming around. Yeah. We're coming around to John. As soon as we really start to like him, it'll be back into the other Gospel, but yeah. it's okay. Back to Matthew, right? Right. Yeah. Right, right. Matthew, yeah. So um, we always start with a, an icebreaker. Breaker. And our icebreaker questions this week are, what Maps app? do you use okay. and who's your favorite person to travel with oh man you're gonna get me in trouble oh Ma uh, apple maps you do yeah okay i like it i don't like google okay and um uh, oh man this i've traveled with a lot of people you have and you um, have to pick your favorite i know you I must can't i'm gonna say susan is okay. my favorite because um we're both we both like like to do the same things but uh -huh. also one of the things is like just Nothing. take a nap yeah in the hotel <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah i use google maps i know you do um yeah and i love to travel with my family my siblings and scott and oh nice people. yes you guys do used to do camping we do we go yeah. somewhere every summer yeah and they're they're all just fun we you know same thing like we do stuff but we also read books yeah you know right it's nice so and that's all there is to say about that. <laughs> so now I'm going to read the gospel from this upcoming Sunday. It's yeah. from the gospel of John. And it takes, it's a snippet from the Last Supper. Oh, So we're bouncing around in time we with John. We are bouncing back in time. Yeah, okay. we're in chapter 14. It's all going to make sense in the end, I feel like. Good Lord, I hope so. Yeah. Um, And this is um, chapter 1 to 12. Ooh. And it's not that long. Okay. Okay, ready? It goes a little something like this. Jesus said to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God. You have faith, have faith also in me. In my father's house, there are many dwelling places. If there were not, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself so that where I am, you also may be. Where I am going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, then you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you for so long a time that you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, 
or else believe because of the works themselves. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do and will do greater ones than these because I am going to the Father. Rude. (laughs) Who's rude? (laughs) Philip. Philip. He's like, I I need to see a boss. Yeah. See a manager. (laughs) Rude. Oh, I didn't think of it that way. (laughs) I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. But it's just, you know, it's the changing of Jesus. You know, he's just... Putting his foot down, he is the Messiah. This is right. Is a There's part of very the... little time for these questions yes. anymore. Like, yeah, TikTok, right? Right. I've told you this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So this is. I think this is the passage that I think that um, people use. Right. There's no getting to the Father except through me. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm. Tell me about that. Yeah, I um, I don't agree with that 100 percent mm-hmm. because I feel like there's also the Holy Spirit, but. Um, you know, I think for these men, I think that's, he needed to say that. (laughs) Just to like tie up loose ends. Yeah. And this is before he died, right? This is Last Supper. So they are even more clueless than before. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I feel like this is some tricky language, right? Like he's saying no one comes to the father except through me. Mm -hmm. But I think it's possible that he's saying like, I'm the reason that you have access to the father. Oh, okay. do you know what I mean? Like it's, I'm. It's because of my actions here. Because of yeah, my my whole story, my mm-hmm. life, my death, my resurrection. Like okay, like if you're connecting with the father, it's because I I made that happen. Gotcha. Not like if you want to connect to the father, you need to find me first. Right. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. right because he also says like if you want to know the father, you do because yeah. you know me and I'm. And God and God's in me. Yeah, Philip. Yeah, yeah, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It's, I that, but uh, it's, it's because just a of guess. me, right? It's not because, like, yeah, okay, right? Like, it's shifting responsibility, right? Because there, the, before Jesus, God was, you know, Almighty, powerful, far away, yeah, um, kind of doom and gloom kind of guy, right, yeah. right, and and people are, I think, mostly getting him wrong. We're getting God wrong. Yeah, right. Because right? Jesus came and said, no, God's about love. Not this is about... what God looks like. Yeah. God looks like this. Right. A L- white right. <laughs> European statue. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good because like I do hate people that be like, well, you know, if they don't, if they don't know Jesus, right. they're not going to heaven. There's no like, other way. How do you know that? Yeah. That's the thing that you talked about last week. Like, right. how do you know that? <laughs> Yes, exactly. And that's also another question of someone who knows the hell so much. I'm like, how do you know hell so much? Exactly. You spend some time there. You have like a timeshare there. Right. Yeah. This is where the whole purgatory question comes in. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Pergs. We just don't know. We just don't know. I know. I know. We need to go, we need to go back. Back to the basics. We got to go back yeah. to the island. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Jesus gets frustrated yeah, with Philip. I love that. This you might be do? my second favorite Jesus. My favorite Jesus is the one that t- t- flips Bing the, the tables. tables. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> do you think people have a hard time with Jesus, a, a Jesus who gets frustrated? Yes, because I think I'm the only one that loves frustrated Jesus. <laughs> I love frustrated Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, um, cause I think we, we put people on the, you know, pedestals of yeah. leadership and they should be. You know, it happens to Pope Francis too. Like he, you know, might have like a crummy day. So right. He's going to say something crummy. Right. Like there's room for forgiveness. And, yeah. But Jesus is like, 
I can, I mean, I can understand where he's at. Yeah. He knows he's going to die. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be great. He's going to try to get out of it with mm-hmm. the prayers in the, in sure. the garden. Give it a thought. Hail Mary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to fucking die. Yeah. And you're asking me if you want to see the father. Right. Like, I am the father. I am right. the, it's, is, yeah. I can I see that. You. I'm like, I'm going to make bread into body and blood right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then Judas is going to re- betray me. Like, yeah. Yeah. I can see the frustration. I like <clears> that. I like a Jesus that gets frustrated because yeah. it is a reminder of his humanity. Yeah. Right. Like and he's it's just not, like us. And <laughs> the celebrities, they're just like us. And it's good because it's a different emotion. It's not just suffering, which we right. always tie into Jesus. Right. It's frustration. Yeah. Oh, I was just talking about this to someone. And maybe we've talked about this on the podcast too, about um, how we want Jesus to be this white, you know, mm. placid, sort of lily, calm, yeah, hippie. you know, unbotherable mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. And how we get, we lose that humanity in yeah. him, right? Right. And I was just telling someone that I watched the Passion of the Christ when it came out. Mm-hmm. Maybe we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. And how gross and disgusting it was. So much right. blood. Blood and cuts. And then the next morning I was at mass in a nearby church. Do you, do you remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the Stations of the Cross, he was completely white and, and no he had nipples. no nipples. Yeah. And it was like, we can't handle the humanity oh, no. of Jesus. Right. We cannot handle it. We either need to go like all the way, like he was tortured and suffered and that's what's important. Mm-hmm. Or... He's completely unflappable and untouchable. Yeah. Like, can't... Right. A, we need to find a medium. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So, if Jesus can get frustrated and God is like Jesus, does that mean God, God gets frustrated? frustrated? I mean, there's there's just no way that he couldn't, just looking at human history. Yeah. Yeah. There's just no way that he couldn't. Yeah. In, a, in, in With love. Yeah. You know, I always say, like... I jokingly say like the Catholic church is like teenager to me. Like I love them, but they're making dumb decisions sometimes yeah. and they think they're the best and, but they're, they're not. Right. And you know, they'll grow right. up and find out that this is the world. Yeah. And so like, I feel like that kind of has, that's the God. Yeah. You know, like a loving father that just knows right. what's funny, mm-hmm. what's small and what's not going to really mean anything. Right. In the big picture. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. It's great. That so it all great. comes back to parenting, which I'm not a parent. It's just <laughs> crazy. But you have parents. I do. And I you do. know parents. Yes, I do Some know Some of parents. your best friends are parents. Yes, that's very true. So yeah. you get to have an opinion on that, <laughs> right? It just all goes back to parenting because, you know, God's the father, right? And then and this right. is a good, kind of, a, a good father too. So Right. The yeah. best. And sometimes you, as a kid, you misunderstand your parents yeah um and then you grow up and you're like oh yeah right life's really tough and yeah you have to juggle a lot plus entertain me as a stupid kid (laughs) yeah and you know what this is making me realize the fact that god can get frustrated right that Mm -hmm. is maybe more proof of an existence of free will that he gives us god gives us right right like that we're allowed to do things that frustrate god yeah right and they do. And we, we do. do. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Right? Totally, That's yeah. That's kind of cool. I hadn't thought of that before. Yeah, it is nice. It's nice. It's, again, diving into these things, just open your minds and hearts to 
who God really is. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to our expectations. Yes. But I do love that line. I, I think I'm going to use that line for when people don't respect, um, when they ask for someone else. And I'm like, but I'm here. Yeah. Philip did doubt. No. But anyways. Mm, right. Did Fort Thomas, too. Uh, there, I have a quote about this. Okay. Uh, there's a promise in verse 14. All we can do is pray our heart's desire, as one wise Christian once told me. I don't know who's saying this. Um, Like Thomas and Philip and even Peter at the end of John 13, there is room in this relationship for honest acknowledgement of our confusion, our lack of power, our frustration when our requests seem to go unheard. So we get to feel frustrated with God, too. Mm. Which, again, which is those that humanity mm-hmm. in us, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of love that. The message for us, um, as for our honest forebearers, may well be to look again at the faces before us if we would see Jesus and the Father. We might think again about the great works, the blessings that have been accomplished for human healing, delight, and abundance, and see the Father at work among us. Nice. Right? Mm-hmm. Because he did say, I'll be, I'm in you. Right. Yeah. He also said, <laughs> Whoever believes in me will do the works that I do and will do greater ones than these because oh. I am going to my Father. What do you think about that? Oh, so he's not even, he has set the bar, but it will be increased by others. E- yep. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? Like great, like great. Greater things will happen under my name, but not necessarily under my me doing it. It's right. Because other people are doing it. Yeah. Right. In his name. Right. So that's some pressure. Yeah. Right? Like if what Jesus is saying is that we have the ability to do what he does mm-hmm. and more. Right. Wow. What is that supposed to look like? I think that's supposed to look like church, like the people. Like there's always power in numbers, right? Yeah. And so for all doing this, it clearly is more it can be more than Jesus can do as one man. Right. Yeah. He's saying, you know, I'm I'm going to my father. I'm there's yeah. this is about to end this thing. Right. Okay, so this is again so, before this right. is Easter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But also like you're gonna be able to do things that I that I can't do. Right. Mm. Again, believing in us. Right. Right. I heard a story, I heard a speaker once talk about a composer, a musical composer, like a classical composer, Mm -hmm. who had a student who, you know, was his sort of disciple under him. And he died in the middle of writing a symphony. Oh. And his student kept it, you know, finished it. Okay. Right? And it was a really, really cool story. But his point was... For him to be able to finish this story, mm-hmm. he really needed to know his teacher. Yeah. So it isn't like because he had the musical talent, he could just like pick up and go. Right. It was because he really had to know the intention mm. and the style and the everything, you know, of the teacher that he was trying to finish the work of. Wow. Isn't that cool? That is very cool. So it's to me that says... That's our th- We thing. need to know, if we want to know who God is, we need to know Jesus. We need to find out, mm-hmm. right? You need to know him. Yeah, and if we're expected to do more yeah. than he ever did, then we better know him. Yeah. Right? Right. 
Yeah, intimately so that we can, yeah, just like a finishing the artist's work. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It makes sense. It makes sense. It's, it's kind of, things are clicking in my head of why people do things um, who have been like cradle Catholics for so long. Like I get what they, they're what do you doing. Mean? Like it's giving them their actions some meanings. Like they're trying to invoke you know, Jesus trying to do what he was trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. It, can you give me an example? Of what um, well, I mean, like the whole like just greater church, you know, this whole structure that we have of, mm-hmm. of the Catholic church and um, and how much they do give to people like Catholic charities or, yeah. you know, those people will, will give because they know jesus too and it's just i don't know it's just for me it's i can't think of one thing but it's just giving them more meaning towards it yeah rather than just like doing it yeah yeah i have a quote oh, about a quote <laughs> doing more than jesus okay yeah. it's really hitting on the what would you jesus do mm, remember that um bracelets yeah i had one did yeah. you have one yeah by the keychain nice yep but I also had an ad that I stuck on the wall from like Youth Leader magazine or something. Okay. That was a base a bracelet that's a it had a, the the initials of um how would I know what Jesus would do if I didn't if I don't know what Jesus did. Oh. So it was a very long bracelet. Yes. And it was like, Oh yeah, right. If we're gonna answer that question, we actually have to know Yeah, what would Jesus what do? What Jesus did. Yeah, and, and if the question is who is Jesus? Right. We got some explaining to do. Right. Yeah. Because you could barely be like, oh, Jesus flipped tables. Right. So I'm going to flip tables. Yep. Or spoken parables. <laughs> so I'm just going right, to exactly. speak the stories. But you need to know, <laughs> really him, know him a little bit better. What are the letters then? W, no, H. Oh, that's too long. Yeah. I'll, put it, I'll put it on the socials. Okay. Here's the quote. How are our works greater than Jesus? Ours come after the crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension. Ours come with new, with the new eschatological age ushered in by Jesus's hour of glory. But verses 13 and 14 indicate that our works are really Jesus's actions in response to our asking. Perhaps, <laughs> oh gosh. So they're saying like, whatever we're doing is prompted by Jesus mm-hmm. when we're doing Jesus's work. Okay. Eschatological, do you know that word? No. It means the end times. Oh. How it all ends. Okay. And this person is saying that Jesus ushered in the eschatological age. Oh, my goodness. The beginning of the end. Oh, okay. Which is debatable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like any any point of history can be the beginning of the end. Well, that's, that's right? true. Yep. It's going to end. I mean, like now. Yeah. And then like. Now <laughs> is also the beginning of the end. Starting now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think it means to pray in Jesus's name? We say it all the time. Right. Well, Catholics do the Trinity. They, we start and end with the Trinity. In the name of? The Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and, yep. and Holy Ghost. And so, um, yeah, you know, a lot of people, I've been seeing this with um, some Christian um, friends of mine. You know, they always say, in the name of Jesus at yeah. the end. Yeah. Just kind of invoking his name and... But what does it mean to invoke his name? Like, why do we do this? I think it's to pro- hopefully to take the power that it's not us. Yeah. That's doing it. Oh, okay. It's kind of like um, it's quoting a quote. 
yeah, at the okay. end. Like, oh, As Jesus would say. Yeah, or, yeah, like you are, because I know that like you're forgiven. I know in confession, it's like you're forgiven in the. I forgive you in the name of the, in the name of the Father. Right. right. So it's again taking I absolve us, you. Yeah. It's taking it off us. Right. Um. So I think it's just like what it physically is. I think it's just like connecting with the Spirit, connecting yeah. with Jesus in that way, and then allowing him him to do his thing. Yeah. You know, allowing that space. I always think of it when when Scott and I got married. Okay. Suddenly, I was able to sign for him. Oh. Like I was able, my yeah. autograph, my signature was as powerful as his. As his yeah. Even though I wasn't him, I could, I could represent him, yeah. you know? And that to me is sort of like what it means to pray in God's name. Like mm-hmm. God has empowered me mm-hmm. right here in this reading yeah. to pray this way. Right, right. I don't know if that's good, a good example, but that's what it feels, that was the closest I've come to it. I think it's a really great example not saying this is for you, but it also can be dangerous because oh. people who don't really know Jesus can yeah. do all these steps, right? Follow the recipe yeah. and and take God's name in vain and say, "I'm speaking for Jesus." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great point. So you really need to know Jesus, and then yeah. you also really need to know the person, right? As well, right? Because they're all thieves and... There's thieves and there's robbers, robbers, right? Was that last episode? I forget. (laughs) It was definitely recently. Well, we have our amazing visitor, um, amazing listeners who listen every week. So they know. They know. Yeah. They know where we're at. Yeah. Um, Uh, This has been a good one too, right? Yeah. A nice brief one. Yeah. Sometimes the reading takes up the whole, almost the whole... It does. does. (laughs) This is pretty good. And we're in May, and right, the flowers are out. And right, it's there's beautiful. allergens everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I want to say just close kind yeah. of by saying this is a really popular reading for funerals. Blah, really? Yeah, we did this at my dad's funeral. I, ch- I, whenever I do funerals at the village, it. I choose this one. Yeah, right, because they, they're so confused. They're so upset. They're so freaked out and afraid. Mm-hmm. They're saying like. And he's saying, I have a, I'm going to, I have a space for you. you. Yeah. And they're saying, well, how do we, how do we know the way? How are we supposed to know the way? Yeah. And I feel like that's a really similar feeling when you've lost someone that you love and need and, and relied on. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus says, I'm the way Mm -hmm. I am the way. A lot of times it's read really badly. Sometimes you'll hear a priest say, I am the way and the truth and the life. The one who comes to the Lord. Yeah. But really, the emphasis is meant to be like, I'm the way. You know the way because you know me. me. Yeah. And the promise is solid. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm the way. As long as you know me, you know the way. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. And a beautiful thing to hear at, at a funeral. When you're grieving. Yeah. When, you're when grieving. you've lost someone. Rather than Lazarus raising from the dead. Right. Which is, is that a funeral? Is that a I big hit I, at funerals? I think I just heard it. Yeah, at a funeral, which yeah. is kind of a stab in the back <laughs> for me, but that's okay. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, if someone just died and you're telling a story about a guy that rose from the dead, it's kind of like putting salt on but the wound. not moon. yours. Yep, not Sorry. you. <laughs> it only had to happen once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. But I, this is, like I said, like you were just saying, this is exactly what yeah. the people would need. Yeah, this should I be like the this reason. one. Because this would be the this would be the gospel, right? Right. Yeah. Right. It's good. It's nice. A good one. Yeah. 
So what's what are your last thoughts? What are your takeaways? Oh man, um, I think I'm gonna really to, to kind of define of what it means to know Jesus. Yeah, because I think that's unique in each in individuals. Yeah. Um, however, you connect with him. Yeah, kind of taking that on and yeah, taking a little bit from last week, being wary, but to you know to know God is to know Jesus. Yeah. I have got, I feel like I've gotten to know Jesus so much better mm. through this process, yeah. through looking at these gospels. Yes, 100%. Right? Yeah. And I feel like um, now when I pray, I have a better grip on what it means to pray in, mm. in Jesus's name, you know? Yeah. My prayer has been, have become really simple. Yeah? Yeah. Like what? It's just um, connecting, like plugging in. And being, yeah, and listening, love it. Because, like, the more I read into the Gospels, the less I have to say. Oh, Steve, that's so profound. We're gonna end right on that. All right. We hope you do like our podcast, yes. and we hope you'll come back next week. Share yeah. it with some friends. Visit us on our socials, margomorin.com, stevenantonio.com, and and just uh, you know. Good luck with everything. Yeah. I don't know why I've said that. Yeah. What would Jesus do? <laughs> what, how would what? you, how are we supposed to know what Jesus, how do we know what Jesus would do if we don't uh, know no, what Jesus, Jesus did? did? Put that on a bracelet. Yeah. Put that up in our merch store. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we don't have a merch store. It could be like a, it could be like a soccer banner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Hey, listener, come back again. We'll see you next week on Lux, the, the podcast. podcast.